1: Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 21 of the Search Cast. We are officially Nito Nito Rider number of episodes into the podcast, and this is presented by Primo X Hockey. Level Up Snacks. Still have to get used to that because it used to be Shock Tide Now they switched their name again, but they are Level Up Snacks and also in the Clutch Apparel. I'm your host, Zach Martin, and with me today, i'm Ida two great guests but the first one does she really need an introduction at this point she's up to her fourth fourth visit to the podcast but you know why not we got our number was it third third time guest four time guest we have bailey is joining the podcast once again bailey how are you doing today
2: doing great uh beautiful morning here in colorado springs so living it up uh dealing with a smell of grass because of all the maintenance going on today so that's fun <laughs> oh yeah it's
1: definitely fun for sure and, yeah thank you for getting up early because i know it's like kind of not even 10 o'clock yet for you over there in the mountains so it's getting there yeah appreciate you taking the time to getting up early once again to do uh talk hockey the oh, weather nice. here's yeah weather here's been pretty good in south carolina but it's been 100 degrees the last three days and i'm yeah, not here like... for it yeah Yeah, I kind of miss having North Carolina weather where it's not as hot, but it's like.
2: I don't know what North Carolina you were living in,
1: but. (laughs) I mean, the North Carolina, well, we're talking like early 2000s, so it could be definitely different, but it's. At least you kind of have seasons in North Carolina here. Yeah. Not really. South Carolina doesn't know what seasons are. Yeah, I was going to say
2: so. summer in North Carolina. The years that I lived there was brutal. Um We
1: have South Carolina weather is the beyond the most brutal. So I I kind of miss the North Carolina weather. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> All right. But but we do have another debut guest. We have one last week, we got another one this week and I am really excited to have her on. If you're anyone who's on Kane's Twitter, Kane's TikTok, you've seen the videos, you've seen the takes, a lot of great, great videos. I am really excited to have the extraordinaire of Kane's TikTok, Kat Hunter, joining us today. Kat, how are you doing?
3: Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Um, I guess I've kind of got a mix of your guys' weather up here in Virginia. Um, It's very similar to North Carolina weather, but it's a, a little colder, a few degrees every now and then. But I remember yeah. I lived in South Carolina too, and I remember I think I was never the most—I was sunburned nonstop during the summer from like soccer camps and everything. I believe it. Just constantly sweating and constantly sunburned and constantly just like it's hot i i'm either out in a pool or i'm inside
2: <laughs> those soccer camps during the summer were brutal too oh my gosh i did soccer camps in north carolina too and oh my god and there's no trees when you're on a soccer field
3: so nope. like where are you getting <laughs> no. shade nowhere no you're going idea.
2: to like hiding under your bag or
3: something and then they're mm-hmm. like okay water break and you're just like
1: <laughs> yes yeah someone someone who did a lot of lacrosse camps in the middle of summer too yeah i definitely get that and also playing soccer as well never a fun time Time when it's like, oh hey, let's just stay outside in the field for about three hours a day and just get absolutely sunburned. Yep. <laughs> it's basically oh what? It's like oh this my layer of skin. No, it's just sunscreen. It's sunscreen and then it's skin. <laughs> it's kind of basically what it is. So it's it's the, just...
3: the nonstop soccer tans. Oh yeah. I smell oh. certain sunscreens and it like throws me back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just That's what I lived in. I didn't believe. I didn't like, deodorant like. Working. Any of that, yeah. I'm like, no, sunscreen is what I'm promoting. I with swear, like,
2: some <laughs> of my jerseys still have like a sunscreen scent, like embedded in them from rubbing up against my skin. It, it's
1: yeah. just, it's just, just PTSD from just constant, just having to like try to stay cool whenever possible, smashing like. Three 32 ounce Gatorades just to stay yep. hydrated. Basically, it's not you got a fun the clips time. that hold
3: your sleeves up, they like mm-hmm. make your uh t shirts into like tank tops.
1: Yeah, got, 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 got the got the got the got, got, got the got the clip burns too because it just forms right around them. It's like <laughs> fan, yeah, Yes. So, just you have like the weird sock tans because you because you want to look cool with your socks kind of high up, and it's like, oh, look at that right. tan just white the rest of the way down. <laughs> it's not a fun time, but so for this episode it's uh shorter than usual uh but it's kind of like you know it's all it's technically the off season for us hurricanes fans right now so it's we get we talk about what we can get at this point but we're going to talk about the exit interviews a little bit um somewhere in the middle of the episode we're going to shoot it over to the sponsors real quick and, you know giving them thanks for you know sticking around with us all that good stuff and then we're going to talk about jacob slavin unfortunately unfortunately getting snubbed for the lady bing which is a crime against hockey humanity i will stay on the hill <laughs> that he is the best defensive defenseman or the best defenseman in the league he should have been nominated for the norse that's a whole that, that's a two-hour podcast in and of itself mm-hmm. um and then you know talk about talking a little you know TikToks and you know all that good stuff with you know with cat being on here because if like i said if anyone's been on twitter seeing the videos are just on the app itself they're just, gold Oh, just absolutely just Chef's kiss, fantastically amazing. But so we did have some exit interviews. Um, not gonna lie, I did not really want to do exit interviews after round two. I was kind of hoping for like you know after the Stanley Cup, you know the Hurricanes win, we the hoist it, all that good stuff. But unfortunately, it ended a little bit sooner. Then we kind of anticipated. I know Bailey, you were with me for the last episode. Where we kind of broke down the you know the that Ranger series. I mean. Sebastian Ajo said it perfectly uh, this year's probably was even worse it's not a great feeling to feel like you miss an opportunity to do something special with this group I mean most points in the regular most points in the regular season most wins ever like five fifty point guys 520 goal scorers I mean je- like when the Jennings for like 202 goals given up for the whole year for our goalies like I I can kind of agree with Sebastian on this it's like it hurt. I think this one kind of hurt more than it did last year, just because of the fact of like how great this team was. Like, what were your thoughts when you you kind of read that and saw that from Sebastian talking about how special this team was?
2: Let cat go first.
1: Yeah. You can go first.
2: (laughs) Um,
3: Yeah. Um, And you could tell it really like pained him to say it. Like he, we had, they talked about it last season too, about how he, he takes it so personal. And like how it really hurt, and even this one, they're like, "Is it gonna inspire?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, it'll last all summer into next season, and even more." Um, yeah, the season felt like a little bit more. Like we've been getting into the playoffs, so we we broke that period of we couldn't get into the playoffs. So we got into the playoffs, and now we're consistently getting into it. So this one, it felt like with the season, like you were like, "Okay, we're guaranteed playoffs." Now the next step is getting further. And the team just felt kind of magical because, like the guy said, we finally had, like, our goaltending duo that we've been, like, wanting. There this doubts at the beginning of the season. And then they proved us all wrong. I will gratefully, like, I'm glad that they proved me wrong because I was nervous. <laughs> but they did so well. Ronta proved even wrong, like more people wrong during the playoffs. And so it just felt like the year. Um, all the guys have said it, um, again, they're all saying like, we wish everyone could come back. Um, yeah, it felt like the year, but then when they started like the weird losing on the road, you were just like, something's off because it's not like we weren't, we couldn't win on the road. We had multiple streets of road games where we won back to back, back, um, so yeah this one hurts a little bit more and it hurts a little bit more that it we lost it we were like known for our game sevens when we lost to game seven so stung extra
1: yeah like for the fact that like it wasn't even like a close game seven it was kind of like a blowout game seven it's just like yeah. I, that and ronda got even, hurt
3: like it just
1: yeah and like we even said it too like when we talk about the re- season recap it's like it was like ranta played out of his mind i love Rance for how great you play like you also did in the back of your mind it's like what's the what if of freddie anderson not getting her against colorado and tearing his mcl like what what could the playoff have been like, like you even said Kat, like Ronta played out of his mind and it's like yeah what happened on the road like it made no sense And they kept asking rod what's the it's like is there an issue and he's like no there's no there's no issue and i'm like sir we have not won a road game in this playoff like what are we doing here it's <laughs> like, right this might be a little bit of a problem.
2: And I feel like it just it like a lot of it comes down to the energy in each of the arenas that the teams are kind of surrounded by and uh everything like that cuz i mean Almost every single or uh, not every single, but a lot of the interviews that I listened to, a bunch of the players touched on the environment and wanting to stay in Raleigh for the environment and for the team and for especially the fans and how much of an energy they bring to the game. Um, I want to say, who was it? Um, Somebody ended up talking about how when they first got here, um, they remember looking at empty seats and being like, oh, yeah, um, it, like it, it it's definitely not the team it was like five, ten years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's it's definitely a special team and we know we have what it takes to win and we know we can do it. It's just a like I feel like energy and environment definitely came into a play for a lot of that, especially during the playoffs.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. But- Sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh,
3: and talking about that, so I was, except for I think our first playoff game, I was was at all of our home playoff games. And, like, you could just see how the players, like, fed off of our energy. And I think, especially in the last game seven, it was a little bit different because, like, we always joke, like, all of the Ranger fans live in (laughs) Cary.
1: Pretty much, yeah. But
3: there was a lot of them there. There was mm-hmm. a lot. And I think that was actually one of our more quiet games. I mean, I know we didn't – it was kind of like a, a hit in the gut, like when we got – we didn't score first.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, but it just felt like that was, I think, the first game where mm-hmm. the home crowd felt a little less. Um, and, like, if the guys are already a little defeated, that could play into it. But, yeah, it was – it's really weird because it wasn't like the players – like, they were aware that they were having troubles – and yes. you would ask them about it and they were like we just have to get our mindset right and everything and you're like they don't know what's wrong either like they're like we're still trying to come out and play so coming as fans like you can like come and dissect it and be like well this was going on maybe they were this but like the players yeah. living in it nonstop having that mental feeling of like okay we won at home and now we got to go out can we win there yeah it was really it was odd and i know they felt odd about it too because they were like we can't give you an answer because i don't they didn't know why it wasn't working either i mean almost, there was always it, last last change plays into it but like oh it does that plays yeah. into the whole season so like it yeah. doesn't
2: and it just it, it, it almost stings for us fans too because almost every single player in their interview was like i thought this was our year i thought this was the team to do it and yeah. there are definitely factors that play into it but we just fell short we didn't go as and put it best. Like, I mean, we need to put our best foot forward. We need to, it, like, we need to take that next step.
1: Yeah, for sure. It, it definitely makes it interesting because, like I said, you go from the regular season where it's like you see teams every so often to now it's like, okay, you, you see them every other day. Adjustments have been made. And, yeah, it, it's weird looking back at it now because we're about, I think, a week or so out now mm-hmm. from – you know the season kind of ending and you're trying to get a retrospective of like you know looking at how the season went the playoffs too it's like it's very it's very Jekyll and Hyde very interesting in the fact of like how you saw like how great the team was at home but on the road it just seemed like whatever was it just wasn't working and it it there's a multiple factors we don't really know what could play it into but it but definitely was interesting and like even set count with game seven like and I've talked to a bunch of people like this too like there's a lot of season ticket holders. There are Hurricanes fans, but they all came from New York, and they're all Rangers fans. Like they'll throw on their Rangers jersey when the team's in town. And I had this long conversation with Brian Stein from um, House of Jerks, who he even said it's like if you're gonna be a season ticket holder of the Hurricanes, don't wear your former team's jersey if you're from there. If you're if you're if you're Hurricanes all season why are you switching your jersey now when it's just that team playing it's like you're investing a lot of money into this hockey team because season tickets aren't cheap so it's definitely it's a weird kind of area to be in it's like okay i'm a hurricanes fan unless the rangers come to town it's like no that's not how it works so yeah i I think that definitely probably played into the uh, to this series a lot too especially game seven because you're used to it being like super loud it's being rowdy like you're on top of that you're on top of them and it's like when mm-hmm. we were watching from home, you know, I you know he and South you know Bailey in Colorado, and it's like it was a quiet Game Seven.
2: Oh yeah, and it it, was there was so a weird. lot more blue in the stands that I expected to see, and it just too much did not blue. look
1: normal. Too much, too much blue for my taste. <laughs> it,
2: it grew
3: every, it grew every game. There was a little bit more blue every game. So yeah. their whole thing about them not being able to get tickets was
1: yeah, okay, such
3: baloney. But um yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I understand, like, if you grew up with a teen, like, if I went and lived in, like, Colorado, and I went to, and I was like, hey, I like the Avalanche as well, like, I'll go to their games and everything, like... I've, if they played the canes like maybe I'd still wear my Avalanche like, a season ticket, maybe I still wear my Avalanche jersey. But like I would be the person still with the sign, like being like, I hope. Oh, totally. like, oh yeah, for
2: and that, sure. And that's where I think that's, that's where fine. I think I may disagree a little bit because I I don't know, my boyfriend and I have talked in like in the future, should our relationship get to that point, like we want to get season tickets for the Colorado Avalanche. And I guess it makes more sense given that he was born here, he was raised here, like it, this is his team. I'm just kind of tagging along because like became my second favorite team in moving here. But I've always very proudly been a Carolina Hurricanes fan, even if I'm going to Colorado Avalanche game. I remember one time I brought my, uh, I have a Jeff Skinner scarf that my dad got me like forever ago. And I ended up putting that on just because it was really cold. And I was like, you know what, even though I'm going to this game, like I got to rep my team. And it like, I I feel like I would be one of those Rangers players that like, I've got these season tickets, but if my team comes into town, you best believe I'm sporting my team's Jersey. If they're in the building.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Like I said, like I, I was trying to like, see where Brian was coming from. Like, I think it's okay to a certain extent. I don't know. It's just kind of like, it's, it's definitely playoffs a, just
3: feel different than a normal game. Like yeah, I, right. like, yeah, playoffs is a little bit more at stake. Um, yeah, season, also, okay,
1: but yeah,
3: yeah. I, and I don't even mind. Like, you know what? In the long run, yeah, wear your jersey, all of this stuff. Just don't. I don't know. Don't talk bad about the team you've been supporting all right. season. Right, exactly. Or, that's or, that, like that's they would where, suddenly, they would suddenly promise. turn like go with the Rangers, and they'd be like, "Good, like yeah, true." But like all of this stuff, and I'd be like, "You're going against the team that you." paid to see like all season contributed yeah. and then you're suddenly switching just especially just because when the rangers started winning they're like all right let's go right like more so and i'm not i don't know
1: yeah it's not
3: it's weird I, and playoffs again it's a different animal like i have no state with like, regular season like i have friends that like they they love other teams like dallas and Cal- like and with former canes players on those teams they yeah. love them and they're so sometimes they wear their stuff to the games, so and that's fine Playoffs is just like the home ice advantage is so important. Mm-hmm. And just to suddenly yeah. flip on the team that you've been that, you, that is your team all season and then it's just a little weird to me. Um yeah.
2: but yeah. you know, I, you can't I can really tell anyone that.
3: how to be a fan.
2: But my next thing too is I know a bunch of fans got a lot of blowback for leaving early, like ten with ten minutes left in the third period. I'll be I'll honest, I
3: I said it. <laughs> but i also it's because when i was there again it was a quieter game i knew that like you could see the guys on the ice were just getting defeated and yeah. to leave them alone in their home arena with just yeah. ranger fans like it just i it felt like a gut stab to them like i yeah, was like a, i don't i don't like to see this score. i'm as just as disappointed as they are and like i know some people were leaving because ranger fans were getting aggressive they were being um abusive with words and physically and like
2: i'm not even more safe
3: yeah go for it that's that's totally fine when i was saying it was more towards people that it would be the same people that during a a regular season game when like towards the end if we're losing they like peace out and i'm like you pay all this money for your like support the team so it's like a double-edged short like i didn't want to call out anyone that was generally needed to leave but i was just like i want to support these guys to the end because they're giving it all they're all for us and then they're just as disappointed as us you don't want
1: to leave them alone and feel like they're losing alone. on home ice yeah alone yeah, yeah. and then and I, other
3: I, fans I, in the sands yeah
1: yeah no i totally agree with you i think i kind of i see what you're coming from i think i kind of agree where you're saying it's like regular season fine if you want to wear that jersey because your team's in town okay cool that that's fine playoffs i wouldn't do that because like you said now you're turning on the team that you've kind of been supporting all year it's like pump the brakes a little bit like like what are you doing? So I, I you know, I can get, I get on board with that if, if it's the team you, that you kind of knew at first. They're coming to town. Okay, fine. But playoff time, come on. You're paying the season tickets for these guys. Now you're going to turn on them and act like we know play, our but...
3: tickets are cheaper. It's okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we know uh, our tickets are cheaper. Uh, there were I met some Ranger fans. And they were they were uh, they had like tickets right behind the bench. And yeah. they were just like in awe. We were like, You know you can go down that inn and be near your team, like during warmups and stuff. And they're like, It's they were like it's fine. And they were standing there and they were just in awe. They were like, We got these tickets. I think their tickets were like seven hundred each, which still like hurts to say. But they were like in MSG it those tickets would be seven thousand each. And I was like,
1: Yeah, no thanks. All
3: right. I mean, this is why you see the
2: celebrities there because those are
1: the people that got more tickets. Yeah, like I like I was seeing like I was seeing some like Cup Final tickets at, at MSG go for like ten Gs, and I'm like, now for a I one think so, game, that's
2: but I mean, it, it's I was looking at uh, Colorado tickets, and they're nearing towards ten thousand bucks for Lower Bowl.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay with staying at home and just <laughs> just paying just paying for like my you know, raising Cane's or Zaxby's or just whatever, and just. <laughs> thanks but no i'm not no was a, if it her if was a hurricanes for a game seven upper bowl maybe i'll i'll, I'll swing a couple hundred oh those were
2: still like 900 bucks for like last row and i'm just like whew. oh it
3: was so interesting seeing the resell things because you would go and look at tickets and there'd be like one there'd be like three or 400 and then someone was reselling like maybe a row either in front or behind them and it'd be like 900 and you'd be like where did you get this where did this number come from <laughs> yeah, There's maybe. it's the same view it's yeah. pretty much the same seat like i understand yeah. you want to get some money off of this but holy
0: crap
1: <laughs> yeah no it's insane um yeah so going back to the interviews like, like even jordan Martinuk said like this was by far the best team i've been on here we had depth everybody brought it from day one how we were going to do it there was a lot of new guys and there wasn't really a, a lull of trying to get everybody acclimated it just felt natural from the beginning and it never felt like we were going to lose it just felt different and i guess it wasn't i mean
2: it hurts
1: it hurts for the fact that like you listen like jordan and like he was out for a little while and then you see got you know Saul was almost in
3: tears i heard that and i was like i don't i can't watch this (laughs) yeah
1: no i was like no man doesn't show
3: emotion and then he shows emotion and i'm like I'm
1: going to cry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it's, it stings the fact that you see these guys talk about it. And it's like, you know how much they cared because, you know, they, we all know they love, they love the fans. They love the arena. They love being in Raleigh. It's just, the triangle is a great place to be in. And especially during the playoffs, it's, it, it hurts to watching those guys get emotional because it's like, you know, they care. And it's, you know, talking to, you know, Wade on Twitter or Walt and like even they're like, you know, they're tired, but they like they were enjoying the ride because of the fact of how great the season was. And, you know, just talking to, you know, know, both of you on Twitter or other Hurricanes fans, it's like it. It stings. It stings to see how it went down and see these guys get emotional, even for me, like I had to take I don't think I've watched a full hockey game in a week. Because I, st- I even I still need a break. And I'm just a guy who podcasts about the hockey team. It's like <laughs> it, it's like it's still a weird feeling, like knowing how good this team was, because I was making comparisons all year to the to the 0506 team, just how special this team was. Yeah, it's I don't know. It, you it's know it it's was- a weird feeling.
2: You know, it was really interesting to me is, yeah, a lot of players talked about how they believed that this team, this group, this core was going to be the team to do it. But then you have different sides and different outlooks and different views on how the season went and how postseason was looked at because you've got guys like Ian Cole who's like – the game's about wins and losses, and we didn't come up with a win. And then you got guys like Jacob Slavin who are like, my entire identity is not hockey. I have a life outside of it. There's more to life than hockey, as cool and as wonderful as the game is. Oh, and yeah. it, it's just really interesting to see each of those like differing outlooks because they're completely opposite sides of the spectrum. And, yeah. and, and it's just easy to see it, – it, or not easy. It's It's interesting to see how – focused and into the game they get but still come out of it on those different outlooks
1: of it all oh yeah for sure i mean like yeah like what were like what were your thoughts you know just from you know out you know what Marnock said and just like oh just looking at like what bailey said on the two different perspectives of, like how guys are kind of like looking at you know hockey and life and stuff like that like what are your thoughts on all that
3: me or bailey
1: yeah,
3: you, you, you're, you're, you're. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it was really interesting, like our captains were so I loved how we had our different captains, because they you had Saul, who was the, he's been there before, solemn leader very like, you gotta keep working for each game, but he wasn't super emotional, and you yeah. get you've got uh, Martinuk, and you got Aho, Martinuk's very much the outgoing energy On his sleeve, hear him 100% of the time.
1: I I, I, I love that guy.
3: And you got Alo who feels, I feel like when I get interviews from him, and like he's a little bit more, I mean, it's not his native language, so he sounds a little bit more reserved, but at the same time, you see his emotion on the ice. He's getting fired up. He's kind of, I put him kind of in that category of like he's feeling really intensely about it as well. Yeah. Oh, you, you could hear maybe, the
2: hurt in his voice.
3: Maybe if he's talking in his native language, you would hear a little bit more of like this is killing But even then,
2: Yeah. Like, hey, I
3: don't yeah. know. Yeah. And uh and then you've got Slavin who's like, you know why he's in his role as well, because he's not he's he's kind of composed and solemn like stall, but he gives a little bit more again like a realistic like like she said, my identity's not in this game.
1: Yeah. Um
3: it it's still you can see it oh. still sucks that we lost and he's really disappointed and like him and his wife were talking about it and he's like yeah i I don't want to be watching it on tv i want to be playing it um but i i mean he's my favorite player for a reason but i love that (laughs) quote from him and then he's like i have a kid coming like i have other things Mm -hmm. going on and i love this group of guys and i love like i'm focused on this and it still hurts me but in the end like i can't dwell on it and it and it's not even like that affects his game either. Because like you're like, okay, everyone praises Aho because you know, he's gonna work ten times harder and he's gonna get like pick up his game, he's gonna get better, gonna do more things in the off season. Slayton yeah. doesn't like he might not dwell on it the same way and as like I have to do X, Y, and Z for next season. Yeah. But it doesn't affect his game at the same point. Like he's yeah. not you're not like, Oh, he, he didn't think about hockey this whole time. Like he must be focused on other things. So I like that we have these different viewpoints, um,
1: Yeah.
3: but overall, yeah, this one, this one hurts and it definitely hurts because it's one of those seasons where you have what ifs with a lot of players
1: Yeah. Um, sure, and a yeah. lot
3: of players that are core players. Um, mm-hmm. There are some that I wasn't thinking was going to stay long-term anyway, but there are some where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the last year with them. And then being reminded that Stahl's got one more year. I was gonna say
2: that was gonna be one of my next segues into it too, because when I was listening to his interview, like, and like I'm not reading for this, like an ni quote, like I just kind of wrote down some points. It's been a great ride playing with Eric in the club. I came here to win. Lots of ups and downs. It's been a lot of fun on the ice. Let's write out this contract, finish with a bang, and go from there. Like it. it, I don't know if it's it seemed this way to you guys, but it almost kind of seemed like. He not not that he's looking after this year is like an end to a great ride.
0: Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and LO1 series compact tractors, part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number 1 for reliability, and Z series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to kubotausa.com for full disclaimer. Visit GoKubota.com for a dealer near you. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention.
1: PREP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you.
2: It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PREP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. dot org. But it almost kind of felt like that in how he was saying things.
1: It, it almost it almost sounds like a, a I'm almost at the point of like I might be done permanently mm-hmm. playing, and like he's been in the league for a long, oh, long yeah. time, like i don't know the exact number of years but it's been it's been enough to where like you're talking like when the penguins were like in their older jerseys mm-hmm. like early Sidney crosby type years. so i can like the fact that like, he was still here when eric was still here when they had i think jared jared there's so many stall brothers i get their names mixed up but it's like <laughs> was it jared was, or mark jared mark mark never played for the cans
2: did oh, okay I don't yeah. know why I'm remembering that.
1: Then we're talking like the older kids. Yeah, reform, no, I like, remember. I had like, had like the piping up top. I and remember like the, the, ori- the original one flag. So I'm young, but I'm about...
2: not that young.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you have a compound sense in your year that you were born in, that. <laughs> 2001 oh <laughs> compound <God>. sense sentence. compound <laughs> sentences man i tell you <laughs> anyway speaking from someone from 1991 yeah compound sense in the middle of your year you're born and you've you've heard this a lot Bailey.
2: yeah i know you <laughs> and beth like to keep reminding me
1: <laughs> it's just it's just fun but no and I, I definitely can hear that there this might be who knows how much longer for jordan and it's just like i'm like i say we, we were saying cat with jacob i mean you gotta love the guy it's just he's so great he's my favorite hurricanes player too i mean i have an authentic in my closet right now and i'm like if i ever get that thing signed oh my goodness (laughs) talk about fanboy moment from me but it's just i'm i'm glad the group that we have for for our captains i'm curious to see like you know whenever you know jordan does decide to hang him up who's next for the C? hopefully jacob slavin uh so we have three c's Because, you know, the second C stands for clutch. Third stands for because he's our Um,
2: captain. And I was going to say, I'll be interested to hear your thoughts on this, too. But something I was going to mention, too, is we have a great core of leadership that come behind Jordan Stahl. Um, So Mm -hmm. when he does decide to finally call time on his career which has been a fantastic career and if he ever hears this i hope he knows how proud that we and i'm i'm sure i speak for all canes fans in saying how proud we are to have called him a carolina hurricane oh, um sure. but like we and there's a, so much leadership and so much great potential behind him to to lead this team and it's definitely going to be a hole left once he's gone but it's one of those things like you've got Aho, you've got Martinook, you've got Jacob Slavin, who all bring different aspects of leadership to the team. And it's something that doesn't worry me all that much.
3: Yeah, the only thing yeah, the only thing with Saul is like he's got the playoff like he's just got that experience. The other mm-hmm. guys bring a lot of other good um leadership qualities. Um it's just his experience and I mean, you got to know for the guy like I read the same thing with his talk. Is like, are you hinting that you're going to be done? Because nobody mm-hmm. wants to hear that. But you got to remember, this guy has um, Brenda Moore's his coach. Mm-hmm. Like Brenda Moore's his coach. He's seeing guys that he has grown up with retiring all around the league. They're they're hanging up. They're going to work for the front office. Like, so that can be like a unreal experience kind of like going from a season where you think you're going to get through it all again and you're like you got this and then you get stopped for some reason yeah and you're like i thought this was our my year and it's like is this writing on the wall with all these other people around me putting up the skates is it my turn and yeah. right with his family and with travel like all this stuff covid stuff you got to know that he's already been thinking about it mm-hmm. and just to oh, have yeah, that sure. Reality hit of we didn't make it through the second round this time. That he's probably thinking about it a little bit more, especially since his his contract's almost up. Um, I feel a little bit of peace knowing that he's just gonna he's not gonna he's gonna end his time as a hurricane. Yeah, yeah. Like he will not Absolutely. go anywhere else. Yeah, uh, I, we won't we won't feel what Philadelphia <laughs> has felt.
1: Ooh, yeah. So
3: uh, I I appreciate that, but. I mean, if anything, I'm like, I want to win it. Like, we talk about, like, you know, during the games when someone gets injured or someone's giving it their all, you're like, win it for this person. It yeah. should always be until, like, especially next season, it should be like, win it for Saul. Like, oh, yep. yeah. Let this guy finish his last season and then let him finish it on a note where, like, yeah, it'd be great to come back from this, but also I don't feel any
2: resignation. Like, this is a good note so, to yeah. leave on.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. There, there's there's a lot, lot a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys that, like, Timo and did it when they went up for the Hawks, I think it was bork when he won with the hurt with what the avalanche way back in the day so yeah it's there's a lot of guys that you would love to see that for sure uh one last uh, quote we're going to do before we um, move into the sponsor break and then going back into the second half of the show this is from seth jarvis i think my game was the best it's ever been in the last 20 games of the regular season the playoffs was the best i've ever played in my life so just knowing i have that ability being able to build off of that going into the off season is big for my confidence I am so excited for this kid for the fact that he ju- He's only twenty, he's I seen 20 years play. old. He's like, this is the
3: best hockey I've played in my life. I'm like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, like your life okay. is like, this long. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I think when, when I was twenty, I was in college, just being, you know, going to classes and just going, woo. But no, scored yeah, a no, goal,
2: hang up my skates. There we go. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no big deal. Scoring a couple goals in a in a playoff game, scoring the first pl- playoff game. Good for, the for him. And, let me just, just go, say, going good for him off. for that
2: confidence. Like, yeah, I like, love, you seeing love that this from a Freaking twenty-year-old.
1: Well, and this, play, and this plays into because I asked Walt Ruff in his last mailbag of the season, who stood out to you this year. And he was like, you could easily say Freddie Anderson, but he's like, for me, it's it's Seth Jarvis. Like everyone thought, this kid might be going back to juniors. Don Waddell's like, not a chance. He's staying.
3: Doesn't feel like it's the same season that we contemplated if he was going to be on the team fully or not.
1: Yeah, exactly, and it's like how was that this one,
3: season?
1: <laughs> yeah, like probably one of the best rookie campaigns we've seen in a while for a Hurricanes guy. Like he's scoring a buck, like a bucket load of goals. Like his last twenty games was absolutely amazing. <laughs> Takes a stick to the teeth in one series, gets hits and gets hits. Uh, <laughs> he gets <laughs> hit all over. Gets, yeah. <laughs> take a slap shot into the air. You no one wants to take a slap shot in. Has no issues. Like this kid is just like you feel. You love his energy. Like, in the oh, middle yeah. of the process of, like, what, three games in a row, he had disallowed goals, and he's like, again? Like, <laughs> fantastic gif of him just going, like, what? it's I'm so excited for this kid, the fact that he's only 20. Like, I can't wait until he hits, like, like Aho Svechnikov's age where he's, like, Still early twenties, mid early to mid 20s Which is 20s. only two years
3: apart. Like Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Like I'm mean, I'm they just talk about how three. young
3: he is and we forget how young the other guys are in the process because yeah. we feel like we've had them forever. But I love that nothing discourages him.
1: Like Yeah, I'm so excited all for all of game. these
3: hits and even the concussion at the end. He's like, I'm not gonna be afraid to yeah. go back out.
1: And I, I know. Like, it's good just... for
3: you, because I'm afraid for you. But
1: good for you. <laughs> Mine, like, like I have a, I got a, I have a list of jerseys I want to give certain players. But I think Seth Jarvis has to be the next one, especially in those road whites. Those road white jerseys are so clean,
2: immaculate.
1: I, I have to get a Seth Jarvis one because I lo- like I do want to get a Svechikov at some point. You know, it's just the way Seth Jarvis is. Is just how can you not love this kid? It's yeah, just a
3: tie between. I need a white one and it's a tie between Jarvis now or I want him resigned, but I love Nino. So like if Nino comes oh, back,
1: my gosh, please. that is who I
3: want, but I'm scared to like I've been scared to I keep saying it for months, but I'm still scared to voice it because last time I voiced if this person says I'll get their jersey was Miguel. So I feel yeah, like I know, you being
2: know. on the podcast today is a sign that I need to go ahead and get myself my Jacob Slavin alternative.
1: What are you waiting for? Go get the thing! Already. I am a college again?
2: student. I'm waiting on money. Give me a break.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's hey. To be fair, my to be fair, both of my jerseys I got this year was for Christmas and for my birthday. Yahoo was my birthday. Slavin was for Christmas. Yeah. I, I just told my dad, hey, I just want a Slavin jersey. Like, just give me the alternate. It doesn't have to be authentic. He's like, nah. Here's your authentic jersey. No. I'm like, sir.
3: <laughs> I went and looked at the white. I. And I was like, has this always been this much money? And then I was like, oh, I didn't buy my slave in one. It was a present. Okay. Yeah, it's probably always been this much money. My friend yeah. was like, yeah, it's always been this. You do not know. And I was like, well, no, and I feel like my wallet expensive. is aware. Yeah.
1: The, the bad thing is, though, like, the Anshel shop doesn't have no white jerseys. It's all the home jerseys. You have to get yours for the actual cane store. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I feel Hold like on. me being
2: <laughs> um, away and in a different state than my former home team like i feel like i kind of have to get an away jersey i feel like i have to own at least one of them
1: i, I like i said i want to have all three just because of the fact i have a home an alternate and a road and let's be honest we are all probably on the same page stadium series jerseys definitely need to be purchased i'm <gasps> so
2: ready to see them
1: I need, the, I need the stadium series jerseys i gotta buy about three 25th anniversary patches to sew on some jerseys so there's yep. gonna be some some customizations coming real quick. But before we get into the next part of the show, we're gonna take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors, Primo X Hockey, Level Up, Snacks, and in the Clutch. So after that, we'll come right back to talk a little bit about more of Jacob Slavin and talk a little bit about uh Kane's TikTok with our TikTok extraordinaire here in the cat hunter. So we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Hey everyone, we'll get back to the rest of the episode. I just want to take a quick minute to talk about our amazing sponsors. Of the podcast Primo X Hockey Level Up Snacks and in the Clutch Apparel. First sponsor we have to talk about it has to be the original OG from the day one sponsor, that is Primo X Hockey. If you're looking for anything from stick tape to stick protectors, outdoor pucks, anything you can think of, they you name it, they have it from indoor to outdoor with amazing apparel as well. You got to check out the guys from Primo X Hockey, really great group over there. Been to the warehouse, really, really nice. Cannot speak highly enough of these guys. The great thing too is they are based in Raleigh, so if you're in the Raleigh area, look at the pickup from the actual warehouse. They can do that. If you're also looking to get your stuff shipped, they also do that as well for free shipping all across the United States. And the best part is, I got a discount code for you guys. So if you go to primowhockey.com and use the code SearchCap, and all caps, you get 20% off your order. Like I said, you cannot. Find a better group in terms of just having great hockey equipment and even apparel. We got hats, we got koozies, we got t shirts, buddies, all that great stuff. So make sure to go to PrimoxHockey.com, use the code STIRSCAST, you get 20% off your order. And like I said, you either do pickup at the warehouse or you can get it shipped. That is how amazing these guys are and it's fast. So why not go check out Primox Hockey, where you know you get all your great hockey equipment and you can support the podcast and support them because shop local support local next sponsor i want to talk about is level up snacks if you're looking to take your gaming to the next level make sure to check those guys out because they have really great amazing you know drinks they got watermelon they got green apple i am a big watermelon guy but i don't know that green apple tasted really good it gives you a lot of good focus zero calories why, why not enjoy some you know great hydration while you're playing those games to take your game to the next level with these guys at level up snacks and the good and the cool thing too is they got snacks coming soon and they got fast delivery so why not join the level up fam go to levelupsnacks.com and if you use the code search cast that's right another search cast code you get 10% off your order just go to levelupsnacks.com use the code search cast get 10% off your order with some really great quality drinks and snacks coming soon as well. The last sponsor I want to talk about is in the clutch. If you go to InTheClutch.com, where they have amazing MLBPA, MLSPA, NCAA, and vintage sports designs on all of licensed products. Like I said, really great amazing stuff. They even got hockey on there too. So if you're looking for, you know, a Cincinnati Sting, or if you want to look for My Ducks, Cincinnati My Ducks t-shirts, they even got the New England one. Anything you think of for hockey, they got them over there. Plus, amazing on the sports as well. And the cool thing too is, we even got some merch over there as well within the clutch. If you go to their hockey section, look at the cast. we got a t shirt and we got a hoodie. And another great thing too is, we got another discount code in there as well. If you use code CERN, you get 10% off your order within the clutch. Really great group over there. I cannot highly recommend that. They're cracked, they're amazing. Definitely check them out. So remember to go to in the clutch.com and use the code SERG to get 10% off your order. So big massive props to Prime Wax Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and in the Clutch.com for being able to help support the podcast. And like I said, if you guys use SearchCast at PrimeWaxHockey.com, you get 20% off. Use SearchCast at Level Up Snacks for 10% off. And if you use Surge at in the Clutch.com, that's another 10% off. So Want to help support the podcast by also helping out the sponsors as well
0: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess
1: aha in my dentist's office more than once actually
0: do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
3: i never win and tell
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.
1: Now, without further ado, let's send it back to the rest of the episode. And we're back. Uh, so just real quick, you know, not a lot of time left into the show. But we want to do a couple quick hits on, you know, Jacob Slavin. unfortunate winning the lady Bing. That is a big snub for me. I think mm-hmm. I don't know if it's worse if if it's him not winning it. It's a bigger snub, or not getting into the Norris conversation was even a bigger snub. But talking to our number one, I would say it's a big debate between who's the bigger Slavin fan between me and Cat. But Cat, we have to schedule with... that duel. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 gonna, we're gonna need like a whole two hour show just on like who like who's a bigger Slavin fan. But Cat, I have to ask you because you're you know one of the biggest ones I know. Your thoughts on Jacob Slavin? A and stub for a Norris nomination, and two not winning the, <coughs> sorry, my voice going out on me, uh, not winning the Lady Bing this year.
3: Yes. Okay, so we have talked about this a little bit, and I've been very vocal about it. I'm not listen when I talk about Jacob Slavin. I'm talking about how pure he is defensively. He just doesn't. He doesn't make mistakes defensively. Um, I think. And like you can see, it last year they're like they're talking about his penalty minutes. Okay, so we yeah. only had like two the whole season, and it was for delay of the game. Yeah, which you know isn't normal. It's not intentional, and it definitely probably wasn't intentional for him. Um, and then this year he's got like an uncharacteristic like ten. Like oh my oh, gosh,
1: no. great guy Jacob Slavin gets double digits. Wait,
3: yeah. So you have that, and I whenever I argue this with people, so the Norris. It's, and I've talked about it, few, it's evolved from, like, a defensive award mm-hmm. to an all-around player mm-hmm. award, which leans a little bit more defensively. But you're like, okay, so you have other awards for, like, scoring and all of this stuff. Why is that now incorporated into this other award? Yep. For And I know we want more offensive, like, that's what we've been with, like, Tony and with Hamilton. Like, we're like, we need offensive uh, defenders. Slayman's never going to do that. That's because he's so elite, and he, that's why he's matched up with these guys is because he covers them so well. He's so elite defensively.
2: Mm-hmm. He can
3: do stick. He t- his takeaways highest in the league since he's joined it, yeah. and it, he he's way above everyone with that without taking penalties for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his poke checks everything. I think they just talked showed, um, Tom McCarr like taking it away from McDavid, and they're like this is fantastic. And I was like this is what I see every game from Slater.
1: Yeah, it's so a like, surprise. It's... Why
3: does no one notice that? It's so because it's so normal mm-hmm. that people aren't amazed by it anymore. And I'm like, no, it's it's amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah. it's So in... I'm never, I'm not oh, oh go ahead. sorry, no, continue.
3: <laughs> I'm never saying like these other players and that are nominated for these awards are not good. They are also amazing players and they're well rounded players. Yeah. I'm just wanting a defensive defenseman award as a as someone that played like, I didn't play hockey, but I played soccer, and I played goalie mm-hmm.
2: and defense. Same here.
3: I am a, I am a love for defense, because de- good defense wins you games. Mm. They might not be, like, all in the glory of scoring, and they don't have, like, quite the pressure of, like, the goalie's the last person back, and that's what means. Defense is kind of, like, the silent hero of, like, you're helping break into the offensive zone with people, but you're also keeping it away from the goalie having to make spectacular saves. They're like silent heroes. And I'm like, you just need to award that, especially for someone that's not taking filming minutes, has amazing takeaways. He does have some goals and he set and they come in clutch when he does. And he's just like a solid all around player. So I whenever someone comes at me with the noise and they're like, well, he doesn't score and these other players are better. And I'm like, I'm not arguing that. And for the lady being that, I don't know. He, I think he should have won that. They said compare it to his previous season. It's comparing it to his previous season and to the players that were nominated this time. And I'm like, why, why do you need to compare it to himself the previous season? It's a different season and he put up just as great as stats.
1: Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. And the fact that like he even said before he recorded, Oh, well the guy who didn't want it, look at his stats this year. It's like, it's it's like, look at his points. It's like, stop. It's not a points trophy. It never is. Same thing with North. The Norris is a defenseman trophy and the, We've talked about this a lot too on other stuff. It, it, it makes zero sense of why we're going to point space anything now these days. It's it's not how it works. MVP's on a points trophy. The Norris is on a points trophy. The Lady Bings on a points trophy. It's how you are in those positions and what you do in your skill set. Right. I'm really, and I was going to really say of points and stuff to fair. come
2: to Kale McCarr's defense just a little bit. And this is very surprising because I'm sitting here comparing him to Jacob Slavin, my guy, Yeah, like that play against, uh, McDavid for being as young of a player as he is skating backwards and making that defensive play the way that he did. I, I and I know a l- bunch of people here agree with me in saying Kale McCarr is a generational talent, but he is definitely more of a well-rounded player than guys like Jacob Slavin. Like he's definitely put up a lot more points than uh, guys like Jacob Slavin. And it, like that's where my dad always says, like it it shouldn't be. It, like if you're talking about like a points trophy, like it make it like a Paul Coffey or Bobby Orr type yeah, trophy exactly. or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, oh,
1: no, I, yeah, yeah, totally Things, agree. People
3: like McCar and Cider, like they're great. I. I'm all on board for that. I just like I feel like sometimes we're comparing apples and oranges. And I'm like, yep. I just want a prize for the oranges.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely. All it's I a, want. Yeah, it's it's like I said, we can do a whole podcast just like talking about how these trophies are going away from where they're supposed to be. So it's just oh, it's kind of ridiculous. I think Jacobson he should have won the Lady Bing again because he's fantastic. And that's just I mean, because of bias. It's just he is. And then with the Norris, like it's it, it, you're a good defenseman you should be getting it now because of your points but that's the different thing so real quick before we let everyone go uh <laughs> on kind of a time crunch I you know cat you got to go back do some stuff i got to do some things real quick so before we all head out of here um cat like your tiktoks are absolutely amazing like it, what's the inspiration to some of them and then you know just like what like what like i said what's the inspiration behind your tiktoks and like just cuz they're they're all amazing like we all love them so like what like What just inspires you to get some of these TikToks done? especially since the fact that it's a lot of hurricanes based ones, you don't really see a lot of other, you know, you don't see a lot of those around.
3: Um, Yeah. So I started, uh, I've told this to some people, I started making videos more for um, course for scores Um, when they were, uh, they do, you pick a player, send in a video of you like taking a chug or a shot of something. And then it gets um, a donation Mm-hmm. Towards like charity and everything. And those were fun. And then that's when like TikTok and reels for Instagram and everything were blowing up. And I was like, as a communications major, I was like, I need to know what these things are and get used yeah. to them. Yep. Um, so I started doing that and then I just moved over to TikTok um just because I could do a little bit more with it. Yeah. And they're honestly just really fun. Like, um, the fun is just finding sounds and like funny like excerpts from people things that are um everyone knows. Like I think I did one from um, Michael Scott on The Office where he's like um, I'm not superstitious I'm like a little bit stitious, a little stitious. Um, just things like that that people know and just applying it to things in hockey and I've seen other um, like female t- like hockey TikTok girl like they do them and they do them so well and I was like these are just really fun like you can make it all about sports or anything obviously mine are aimed more toward at the Hurricanes because that's what I'm passionate about um, some of them get a little bit more g- like general hockey and I had some funny ones when I was watching like the Flames and Oilers when there seemed to be no defense or goalies playing. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so it was just sort of something fun to do and um, something that's kind of relatable um, for all everyone that watches hockey. And I love that I can connect with Canes fans that as well. Um, Yeah. That's mainly why I love that everyone loves them. I I appreciate because sometimes I'm like I have such a good idea, and then when people like it, I'm like yes, I'm not the only (laughs) one
0: laughing at my joke
3: here.
1: Yeah, (laughs) like there's like we can go through an entire list of just absolutely amazing ones. Like I said, like the Jacob Slavin, you know, the 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 snub for the Norris, you know, like you know your sister was a witch.
3: (laughs) <laughs> i fan. love that sound when i finally could use it i was like yes oh that
1: one's fantastic uh the one where it's like the hockey fans on the playoffs and it's like sucks or you know trainer just those ones are just so great you know it's like i said absolutely amazing tiktoks they're never miss. like even just re-watching just just for the laughs it's just oh, yeah. it's so great but um this unfortunately we'll have to wrap up the episode i know it kind of a kind of a quick ending stuff like that a lot you know we're all all i know all of us were on a time crunch to get this done but i appreciate both of you coming on um you know bailey is always always been fantastic to have you on the podcast cat thank you so much for taking the time today i know you're kind of busy today you know with the scheduling and stuff but i really appreciate you taking the time today. so before I, you know i let both of you go cat where can people find you on social media
3: uh, on Twitter, it's Kaniac chick uh, Chick without the K at the end. Um, <laughs> and on uh, TikTok, it's uh, Katergy, K A T E R G Y 74, for Jacob Slavin.
1: Ha, <laughs> ha. Huh, huh. I wonder where the 74 came from. Who
3: knew? Huh. <laughs> yeah, so Cattergy 74 <laughs> And yeah, um, I post my videos on both. Um, there might be a little bit more on my TikTok. Um, but yeah, I'd love to I, listen. Any Canes fans, come interact with me because I've had nonstop Ranger fans in my comments
1: (laughs) and I'm tired of it. Come and talk to me there. All right, all right, Bailey. We 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 have have a job
2: to do. We have a job. Let's go.
1: For sure. All (laughs) right. So Bailey, where can people find you on the social medias?
2: Said it before, said it again. If you guys don't have it memorized <laughs> by now, it's not my problem. Yeah. This is the fourth <laughs> time. This is the fourth
1: time. Come on, guys. What are we um, doing? No.
2: So, <laughs> yeah. On Twitter, it's going to be Bailey with two Ys, B A I L E Y Y Curtis. Um, On Instagram, it's going to be Bailey Lynn Curtis. Uh, I post a lot more on Twitter than I do on Instagram. So if you're looking for somebody to talk, (laughs) Canes hockey or just hockey in general, sports in general, whatever, um, definitely come stop by, say hi. Um and yeah, I also help out a little bit with posting on the belly up hockey Twitter account, uh, along with Zach. Uh so if you're looking for some fun hockey content, uh definitely come check us out there.
1: Yeah, definitely for sure. You have a lot of cool things come from belly up hockey for sure, and uh all that good stuff. So you can find me at one true Zach, that's O N E True Zach. Uh like Bailey said, I am on Instagram. I'm mostly on Twitter most of the time. Anyway, if it's on Instagram, it's just sharing reels or just watching them because they're kind of funny. Um, but mostly it's just Twitter. to get a lot of my takes. Uh, you can find the podcast at the search cast also on Twitter. Um, I know We have a link tree in the bio, go find a world of our podcasts. check out our amazing sponsors, all that good stuff to check up belly up, you know, belly up in general, uh, you know, belly up hockey, check them out on Twitter as well. Uh, we will have a YouTube coming up for season two. So that's, kind of one of the exciting things we're going to do more video episodes as well along with the actual podcast so it's just got to figure out how to edit those but uh that is kind of the plan for season two that's why we like right now we kind of we're testing out the new background format um so get that kind of fine-tuned for season two but like i said bailey Cat, thank you so much for both coming on today uh really I was really excited to talk to both of you you know just you know extra interviews you know, a bunch of other stuff as well, but this was a lot of fun. I I really appreciate, you know, both of you taking the time today. It's always a pleasure.
2: Thank
3: you for having me.
1: Of course. I have to get you on again a little bit more, maybe next year as well, maybe sometime in the off season, you know, with more time, uh, talk more about, you know, how just how amazing Jacob Slavin is and all that good (laughs) stuff. And just, just just give me a
3: warning if we're on the YouTube so <laughs> yeah, no, yeah
1: no, i got you i got you we'll we'll we'll, we'll make sure to give you the disclaimer of like hey we're gonna be on youtube so
3: <laughs> so i'm not making faces while i'm ranting about jacob it's
1: perfect <laughs> no, I can no never say alone. enough
2: nice things about him
1: yeah no we're all we're all we're all here for the faces and all that good stuff but <laughs> until next time guys for episode 22 which will be the brett Pesci edition of the podcast i am zach martin and i will see you next time here at the search test